What's up, Viva Fam? It's your girl Ash Tone, and we are back with another episode on the Viva La Life podcast. Today, I'm solo dolo, as you know, usual. This is how the podcast was birthed. This is where it began. Just me all by myself doing the damn thing. And I wanted to at least have one episode in very soon, which is why the third episode is just a you and I conversation because I love these ones. I love it, love it, love it. Um, Yeah, we're going to talk about a lot of things. Uh, We're going to talk about COVID-19 because I have some new updated thoughts. We're going to talk about the state of the celebrities. We're going to talk about, we're just going to talk about a little bit of everything. So if that's something you want to hear, which I'm sure it is, make sure you stay tuned and we'll be back after commercial break. Welcome back, Viva fam. Thanks for sticking around and rocking with your girl, Ash Tone on the Viva La Life podcast. Um, this is like a rare moment that I have some time to myself. I don't know if you can hear it in my voice, but I literally woke up super, super early to just do this because I have a lot of things going on and um i wanted to get this episode done i wanted to get you guys an episode because the goal is every two weeks (laughs) every two weeks to get you guys an episode at first i was like super anal about getting an episode out every week and i had to stop and like really take a look at it and be like why why do you want to get an episode out every week and then the first thing i could think of is well because everything comes out every week like everyone does everything every week And it's like, yeah, they do. And sometimes it'd be shit. (laughs) Let's be honest. Sometimes it's shit. So it's more about when you do upload or when you do put out content, let it be of quality opposed to quantity. And I've already hit my 100th episode. So I'm not really rushing to have quantity. I'm just trying to give you guys that quality. (laughs) Also, it gives you guys enough time to check out every episode. By the way, have you guys seen the new formatting of the Viva La Life podcast? I don't know if you're streaming off of Spotify or my baby Anchor, but it's it's changed. It's changed. Go try to listen to season three. What about season two? Or even try to listen to season one. It's now subscription based. So what Viva La Life podcast is doing is we are offering free the latest season. So this is season four. Season four is completely free. You don't have to pay for that. But when you get into season three, two, and one, you're going to have to pay and subscribe, which isn't an all bad thing. It's not an all bad thing because those are really, those actually, I feel like were the most fun episodes. I was doing a lot back then. Like I told you guys all the time, season three went on tour to like 14 states. And then we have um, season two, which I can't quite remember, but I knew it was good. And then season one was the very beginning. It's so cringy sometimes to listen to, but I was dropping gems back then, yo. So, you know, check it out, subscribe, become a member. After season four is over, or you know what, I'm lying. It could happen at any moment, but I really want to make Viva La Life podcast more subscription-based because you guys are my family, you guys are my lifers, and I feel like only you guys really deserve to know the real tea. I'm very private now after a scandalous 
end of last year, beginning of this year, I've become very private. And the only things, the only details, the only tea I will be dropping will be in this podcast. So eventually this is going to all be subscription based. But for now, let's ease into it. Let's ease into it and see how this goes. I just wanted to drop that out there. Um, Before I get into talking about COVID-19, that was another reason why I wanted to be subscription-based because America is tripping you. They don't want you to say nothing. If it's not what they want you to say, then they don't want you to say it at all. And I understand the whole misinformation thing. I've kind of like been victim and victim and guilty of probably spreading misinformation in regards to this vaccine. But what they need to understand is that they spread misinformation too. The CDC has spread it so much misinformation from the beginning of this to the end, you know, and it's not always intentional. I'm not saying they're doing it on purpose, but they have. So it's like, you can't really, you can't really clog people for spreading misinformation on something that nobody knows that much about. We don't know. like, And if they knew so much, they wouldn't be getting their own facts wrong. So, <clears throat> yeah. But um, before we get into that, um, well, let's just get into it because I forgot what I was going to (sighs) say. I need to take a little breath because I'm a bit winded. I keep debating if I'm going to like divulge a certain tea on this right now, but I'm going to just keep hanging on to it. If you watch my vlogs, then you would know what tea I'm talking about, but it is making me so winded. These days I can barely breathe. (laughs) Anyways... Um, so I had COVID, it's about a month ago now, and I'm not vaccinated. I don't really plan on getting vaccinated. I think 70% of the population being vaccinated, it's good enough. That's good enough. We need at least 30% outliers. I mean, any leader of a country would be wise enough to not vaccinate their whole country In the event there are issues, if there are issues, you're going to need those outliers to keep it going. You're going to need that pool of people that are un, I don't want to say infected because I don't want to call the vaccine an infected type of thing, but they're going to need 30% of people that are untampered with, you know, that are still natural because then that will be your source of your base that's your base you're always comparison like going forward you know when they start back you know whatever back to normal they they plan on going back to but going forward you know when you're looking at cancer rates when you're looking at diabetes rates when you're looking at growth and development rates you want to always be able to compare those that are vaccinated versus those that are not vaccinated it's great for science it's great for the country it's just great all around so i believe 70 percent is a great number to achieve herd immunity um but they'll say something different you know they have their reasons i don't care about their reasons i just know i'm not vaccinated and i i i'm okay with just showing up with negative covid tests what i'm not okay with is if the tests are rigged to always say positive which will fuck your life up you know imagine if the tests are rigged to always say you're covid positive and you're trying to go to like a movie theater or a grocery store or to work and you're not even really positive, that would be so annoying. But we haven't gotten there yet, so I'm not going to 
I'm not going to throw that in there and say that that's what's going to happen because it may not. That's just my only beef with the idea of being able to show negative testing versus getting vaccinated. I'm grateful that they're not completely Hitlerizing the situation and they've at least given us, they at least have given us that option to show negative testing. Um, But when I was sick with COVID-19 about a month ago, uh, my whole family was sick and there's some one person around us, one person around us though, uh, my kid's dad, he's uh, vaccinated and he was like sick for 20 minutes like he was sick and I was like because I knew how bad I felt so I was like kind of trying to shelter him like oh you need to lay down you need to call off work you need to get your rest because I didn't want him to get super fucked up like we were so he like catches some type of sick goes to work well no he didn't go to work that day he actually called off and took a nap he took like an hour nap and woke up and was completely fine like completely fine he never even got bad sick not that I want him to it's just amazing how like he didn't get that sick not at all um so I was like you know we were thinking like you know what maybe there's something to this this Vaseline out here. Maybe we should be getting Vaselinated. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But, you know, maybe there is something to this Vaseline, you know? Because, like, I literally, it's a family of four. So, three of us that aren't vaccinated got pretty bad sick. And, nah, uh, maybe two of us. My son didn't get too, too bad. It was just mostly me and my daughter. We got really bad sick. And then the two boys didn't get too, too bad. One of them is vaccinated, one isn't. So that kind of start, you know, making me look at things in a different light. It also start making me look at COVID-19 in a different light. Because before, I used to think it was all a scam and a hoax. And, um, you know, after being sick like twice now, yeah, twice, I'm starting to see that maybe it's not as scammy and hoaxy as I believed. And uh, the how can I say it's one of those things where like you're not going to really believe it until it's you you know if you're one of those people that are very hesitant and skeptical it's like you're not going to really see the seriousness of this sickness until it's you that has it and you're really feeling how your body's working you're really feeling how it's attacking like goes from your stomach to your head to your to your lungs to your sinuses like it really does its damn thing with trying to take you out Um, Luckily, I didn't have to go to the hospital because when you go to the hospital, apparently you go there to die. Um, So where was I getting at? Oh, so, you know, once you feel it and you know, you're like, yeah, there might be some truth to this COVID shit, especially that Delta. And I say the Delta because, um, well, I can't really. Can I? Well, because, okay, they say that Delta, the Delta variant is very contagious. Like, you don't even, you could be, like, six feet away and still catch it. And the way my office is set up, we're all about maybe six or seven feet away. No, we're more than that. Maybe about, like, ten feet away from each other. Uh, At the most, ten feet away. And the person in front of me was the one that got me sick. She and I were both out for the week um, because of it. And we don't, I don't get close to people, you know? So for me to have, I was amazed how that even, how she even got me sick because 
I don't even get that close to people. I don't. And she got sick from her daughter and her daughter got sick from school. So it's just crazy how, you know, it just, it, it, it appears to be true, kind of what the media says about in regards to COVID-19, in regards to the vaccine. However, here's my however. My however is that same girl that got me sick is now out again this month sick. And of course she has health issues, but I'm like, and she's vaccinated, like fully vaccinated. And I'm like, damn, bitch, you getting sicker than I am. Like you getting sick almost every month because she was sick when she first got there. Um, And it's like you getting sick almost every month and you supposed to be vaccinated. Like what the hell? And uh, that kind of also made me start thinking about it in regards to the the vaccine as well. Like, hmm, it's kind of like a 50-50 shot. You know, some people don't get sick. Some people, it's just the same as if you didn't have it, in my opinion. And I don't think that America or whoever's doing these studies, Dr. Fauci, I don't think they're using all of their brain cells when they talk about this and when they do their studies and make their conclusions because they're basing their conclusion off the fact that America has a very strong solid healthcare program or healthcare system and that's just not the case you know before COVID-19 was a thing you know people would go in for diabetes or cancer and still die because of malpractice because of incompetent healthcare workers so I don't think the healthcare workers has gone through any um, any type of training to be able to base the deaths that happens in the hospital off of off of quality workers. You know what I'm saying? So you probably don't know what I'm saying. Basically, what I'm trying to say is the healthcare workers and the healthcare system wasn't shit to begin with. Throw a bunch of sick people with breathing issues and this, this, this from COVID-19 in there. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of people that die because they weren't shit from beginning. You know, they weren't doing that good of a job with keeping people alive in the beginning. So, yeah, you're going to have a lot of numbers. You're going to have a lot of numbers skyrocket. Have you seen how they do people? Like, they'll have you sitting in there and you still got to wait in the waiting room. If you're in there for COVID-19 and you're not feeling well and then you pass out, you know, by the time you pass out, it's very, you know, well, I'll say it like this. By the time you need oxygen, it's very critical, like life or death. There's no time for signing in. There's no time for all the little bullshit they do at the hospitals and the ER. There's no time for that. You need treatment now. These people aren't, aren't, aren't trained for that. They're trained to make you wait for everything. Wait, 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 wait. And then they say they have to make decisions on who lives and who dies. And it's like, okay, well, is that a COVID-19 thing or is that a medical malpractice thing? You know, so I don't think the numbers are all the way reflecting the entire situation of COVID-19. My model is that if it gets to be where I need to get to the hospital, I'm already a dead duck because they ain't going to save me there. I mean, they could, they could knock on wood, but I don't want to be there. You know, I don't want that situation at all, but they could very well save me, but I don't really think so. You know, I don't think so. They can barely deliver babies, you know, without having somebody die. So it's like, if you get to the hospital, you kind of, you want a wing and a prayer, 
You're on a wing and a prayer if you're at the hospital by then. And even when I was sick, there were times when I like had to coach myself to breathe. Like, all right, in, out, in, out. Like, just like coaching myself because I knew I'm better off in my own care than I am over at somebody's hospital that, <laughs> that I was going to say that don't give a damn. But yeah, that's how I feel. That don't really give an all the way damn. So... All in all, I guess what I'm trying to say is, no, I know what I'm trying to say. All in all, my thoughts on COVID-19 is that it is still just as confusing as it has been since the beginning. Because in my experience, I do see that it is a threat. It is pretty dangerous. I don't see the vaccine as being the 100% answer. I do see it being pushed on everybody because they say it is, but I don't see it as being that way because like I said, I have two examples of a vac- of vaccinated people and one is fine and one's sick every month. So, you know, the, and of course that's just two, but I don't know. In, in my everyday life, I'm not seeing the vaccine uh being proven to be what they're hyping it up to be enough for me to inject myself and then too like i said america needs some outliers you know once this is all said and done we're going to need some people that were not jabbed to be able to 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 to, to, just need some that aren't jabbed we need outliers every science experiment needs outliers so you know, that's all that. We're going to go on a quick commercial break and then I'm going to continue my breakdown and my theories. What's up, guys? Before we go any further in the episode, I just want to interrupt with this brief commercial sponsored break. And it's a special sponsorship because it's mine. I'm sponsoring this part of the show. And I want to tell you guys, be sure to visit www.bossyproudaboots.com. It's a lifestyle meets culture type environment, a website, though. So if you really like the Viva Life podcast, you'd really like what's on bossyproudaboots.com. Also, I want to have you tap into the Mystic Shop. The Mystic Shop is where you can find lots of minerals, stones, which is you know, reformed and transformed into like actually really delicate pieces of jewelry. Like, and when I say delicate, I mean like, I want to say expensive, like expensive looking, really nice quality. You're getting a really nice stone, which it's really hard to find stones these days, especially because sometimes they'd be priced up the ass. But, you know, a real stone that's like of quality, you know, it's like, you know, how gold has its quality, silver has its quality. These stones and minerals such as amethyst, such as Crystal quartz, such as rose quartz, such as, you know, I could keep going, green quartz, opal, tiger's eye, beautiful, beautiful stones you can get wrapped in a pendant, made into a beautiful, delicate necklace, wear it all the time. I do. I know I do. So tap into the Mystic Shop. It's not just jewelry pieces, but you'll also find candles, a little bit of everything. Go check it out. But all of that is on BossyProdaBoots.com. That's www. Bossy, B-O-S-S-Y, P-R-A-D-A-B-O-O-T-S dot C-O-M dot com. BossyPridaBoots.com. All right, now back to the show.
What's up, Viva fan? We are back from commercial break. Thank you for sticking around. Thanks for hanging with me. We were talking about COVID-19, if you're just joining me. And of course, these are all my thoughts and opinions. They do not reflect the opinions of Spotify nor Anchor. These are my thoughts and opinions, and I'm not against anything, I guess. I don't really give a damn. Truthfully, how I feel, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care about what nobody else does. I only care that if you sick, stay the fuck away from me because I don't want to get back sick again. Otherwise, leave me alone. (laughs) I don't care. I don't know why this whole COVID-19 thing has turned into a political debate. Like, it don't matter. If you want to go get Vaseline, go get Vaseline. And if you don't, then keep your health up, you know? If you're sick, take your Mucinex, eat your eat your garlics, take your vitamin D, your zinc, and your lemon juice, and you should be okay. And if you are vaccinated, do the same thing because you're still getting sick. And shut the fuck up about it, too. Leave everybody alone. How about California is now mandating vaccine passes? This is interesting. I wonder if it's going to be one of those things that's just like eventually over time, it just kind of like falls away, you know, because like think about it. At one time, drinking alcohol was like prohibition and, you know, that rule was pretty shitty. And then eventually it's just like nobody pays attention to it anymore. So I wonder if that's what's going to happen once the whole vaccine hype dies down. I don't know. But it's interesting that California has the nerve to do that when everything in California is shitty anyway. Have you been to Santa Monica? Like, it's dirty, it's nasty, there's bums everywhere. And the quality of California has just gone down dramatically to where they've given me a reason to never go back. Like, especially now, because I'm not about to be doing the passes, but they also give you the option to have a negative COVID test as well. So I guess it's not all the way fucked up. You just got to make sure you got them negative tests on you. Um, But I found that interesting. And with that, I want to talk a little bit about the state of the country a little bit, because when uh, (laughs) you guys know that when Facebook and all that stupid shit went down that day, The next day, they were calling certain people Facebook refugees. They were like, Facebook refugees joined. And it was like some other social media site that they were all on. But come on, guys. Come on. I know we can do better than this. I know we're not that dependent on social media to where the news is referring them to refugees. There's real refugees. In Ethiopia, those are refugees. The, The people from Haiti, those are refugees. You know... The people from Afghanistan, those are refugees, not people that were locked out of Facebook for eight hours. Come on, get, get, come on. Let's not be so stupid. Let's not be that type of society. Let's not. And um, I was debating if I was going to say this, but yeah, let's say it. I, I mean, the celebrities, this is what I'm getting at, the celebrities, And maybe I shouldn't be looking at Shade Room so much because this is where I get most of my opinions and where I see the most from celebrities. But I grew up, I don't want to say worshiping because I didn't worship the celebrities, but I thought they were something special at one point. 
And I'm starting to feel like now they're the scum of the earth. Like they ain't shit. They ain't shit. You know, they're attention hungry. They need their money. It's like, you know, there's people that, okay, they need their money. Meaning without their money, they wouldn't feel like they're shit and they wouldn't be shit. So they kind of have to keep their money because that's the only thing they have going for them. And they exude that energy, that energy of desperation. And it's disappointing. I don't know if I'm seeing all this because I'm getting older, which 30 to me is not old. Like, that's another thing you guys need to stop doing. You guys need to stop being stupid, but stop. 30 is not old old 30 is not even in the middle like 50 is well you know what 30 is old if you only plan to live till 60 I guess if you only plan to live till 40 or 50 I guess 30 is old but I don't plan to live that young (laughs) you know I live I plan to live I want to be one of them hundreders those people that live to be a hundred and over So 30 is still young and thriving. Like you're only 30% done with your life by then. How is that old? That's craziness. But anyways, I don't know if I'm getting older or not. And that's why I'm seeing the bullshit in the celebrity game. Or if, you know, the whole situation with how COVID-19 just flipped the world upside down. And you get to really see who's desperate for money and who's not. And it's really showing personalities. It's really showing what people are all about. And I don't want to really call out names, but I am going to call out names because I got to know what I'm talking about. The first name that came to my mind is like actually one of my favorite celebrities. And I don't want to throw her out there like that because I really do like her. But I'm starting to see a lot of things in her that I don't like, and I know she don't like it either. <laughs> so we'll, we'll do her last, we'll do her last, but I don't have any other examples without her. So I'll just say it. It's Tana Mojo, like I loved the Cancelled podcast. I love her, her YouTube channel when she does ever finally post. Like I really like her as a person and so that's why I fuck with all her content. Anything with Tana Mojo on it, I'm looking at it because I like her. I like her vibe. With that being said, at one point that was all I saw. But now I'm seeing something deeper than that in her and uh, it's the promiscuity. No, I'm not slut shaming. I don't really care, but I'm trying to I'm trying to identify what my real issue is. And the real issue is I don't like when people are not happy and they try to give off this energy that they are so happy. And when you have a platform and you're giving off the energy that you're so, so happy despite living a debauched life that makes you miserable. You have people that follow that and they follow in your unhappiness as well. You know, she gives me very much Anna Nicole Smith energy. You know, I will hope she lives a long time, but her lifestyle is not a healthy lifestyle. It's not a life that you would wanna spend your time living. I don't want to spend my time being fucked by everybody, physically fucked, 
and doing drugs and drinking every day. Like, I want to be here on earth and I want to have something. I want to establish something. You know, I don't want to be here and party it all up and then I'm gone and there's no reason why, you know, I left no imprint. I left no mark. And maybe that's just a me thing. I don't know. But I have an issue with, um, and she's not the only one. She's just the one that, that because I like her, I watch a lot of her content. So I can see through a lot of things. And 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 she kind of like glamorizes that lifestyle, which is fun in moderation, you know. But there's other things that life is about. It's more more than just partying, having fun, having sex and making money. Like there's so much more life is about. How about creating a legacy? How about creating something that's going to stand past your death? You know, how about creating something, you know, that really matters, that really means something, that really helps push society as a whole because we are all connected. We are, you know, so if one person is creating something that pushes us forward, then now society is that much better because of you. And those are the stuff, that's what I thought celebrities were, and they're not. They're just as lost as some of the worst people you know. (laughs) Another person is Erica Mena. Like, she's getting on my nerves, too. I never was a fan fan, you know, I just watched her on Love and Hip Hop and I know she was, she was with Bow Wow, like it's just like a, I don't go looking for her, but if she's there, then I'll watch. (sighs) And she does the same thing, like she wants to pretend like she's so happy now that she's a single mom of two and it's like, bitch, like maybe spend your time, spend your time working on your family instead of spending your time trying to prove to everybody that you're happy. I don't care if she stays with Safari or not. That's not really the point I'm trying to make. The point I'm trying to make is everyone wants to do everything for the gram. And it's like, it was fun when we all knew what that flexing on the gram was flexing on the gram. But now it's like embedded in everyone's minds, like that it's real, like to, it's not even like people acknowledge that they're flexing for the gram anymore. It's like they take their whole life and their whole life is a flex for the gram. And it's like, you know, you'd be a lot more happier if instead of pretending to be happy, you actually did work on being happy. You know, and sometimes that means you got to walk away from the big deal. Sometimes that means you're just going to have to be broke for a little bit. And a lot of these celebrities are afraid of being broke. They're afraid of going back to being broke. And that's why they act desperate. They do desperate shit. And it's like, sometimes being broke is the best thing for you. It forces you to stop. It forces you to think. And it forces you to be smart. And it forces you to evaluate what's really important to you. Unless you're broke, you will never really pay attention to that. Because you're going to always use money to fill in the void. You're going to always use fame to fill in that void. But if you're broke and unfamous, you have to really sit with yourself and look at yourself. And then you're going to have to learn how to like yourself for you without having nothing. And that's what a real celebrity is. That's why I consider myself a real celebrity. Because I can be broke and unfamous and still be the most famous thing walking around here because I'm not defined by my status or my money. It's just because me as Ash Tone, like I'm genuinely a famous bitch. Like, you know what I'm saying? I exude that energy and I wasn't born this way. It took being broke a whole bunch of times. It took being 
talked about by a lot of people in a negative way for me to really look at me and see my value um see my value you know and value comes from within like if you don't have that value within no amount of money and no amount of fame is going to give it to you and that's why people fuck with you that's why you guys fuck with the Viva La Life podcast because I exude a value that can't be bought and that can't be famed And a lot of these celebrities, when you really break down the money and you break down their fame, you see they don't have any value. They don't they're not worth anything. They're artificial. And that that, and then they and they know that they know that that's why they they do. They go clout farming. That's why they they do anything for money, because they know without those two things, they ain't shit. And, you know, and I wish sometimes they would see that their fans, their supporters see a value in them there is some value in them but when they start doing all that other stuff to try to get artificial value then they lose it all they lose it all they they become nothing to me in my opinion so i don't know do what you, do what you want with that information <laughs> we're about to go on a commercial break All right, Viva Fam, Viva Familia. It's been real, you know, of course, if you're just now tuning in, I'm your girl Ash Tone, and you guys have been rocking with me solo dolo the whole episode. I hope I spit some gems. I was about to start rapping, but I decided I got super self-conscious at the last minute. <laughs> it's like, hell no, and not on the air, not on the air. But um, hope you learned something. If not, you at least got my opinions and my ideas. But those are two topics I really wanted to talk about today. Um, if you haven't, go check out BossyProdaBoots.com. That's my social media website. We have a chat room. We have stores. We have blogs. We have mom stuff. We have the Viva Life podcast, all the older seasons. I wonder if you can access those for free. I'm not sure. You might have to go check. Um, and that's also on the first page, the bulletin is where you keep up with me. All the stuff I don't post on social media, I post on BossyProdaBoots.com. So go check it out. It's a great experience. By the way, the Mystic Shop is on and popping. We're going to be adding some new holiday items. So get your get your pendants, get your candles, get your manifestation kits for November. Get stocked up at the Mystic Shop. All of that you can find on BossyProdaBoots.com. So we're going to wrap the episode up because it's pretty long. It's actually one of the longest. It shows how conceited and vain I am <laughs> because the episodes with guests are like super short. And then the one with me by myself is like super long because I need more airtime because I'm famous. No, I'm kidding. But anyways, um, we're going to wrap the episode up. It's been fun. It's been real. And I look forward to hearing from you guys in two weeks. By the way, I'm opening up my schedule. I'm waiting for Mercury Retrograde to be over because I don't want to try anything during retrograde. I don't want to risk production issues. I already have audio issues that I'm working through. I don't want to risk anything more. So uh, once we pass Mercury Retrograde, end of October, beginning November, we'll get more guests on and we'll be back to our new schedule, regular programming. I feel like there's something else I wanted to say, but I can't quite remember it. Do you guys mind if I just take a quick second to think? No? Okay, cool. Let me think really quick. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I can't remember. Ugh. I can't remember. 
Anyways, I guess that means the episode is over and I'll have to create a whole new episode if I ever do remember. So with that in mind, thanks for checking me out. Thanks for giving me your time and I'll talk to you later. Bye.